0: Baby I'm in Face-to-Face, Healthy Relationship Talk Radio, with one of the leading specialists and foremost authorities in healthy techniques in relationships. Learn why honor, beauty, leadership, and self-help is important for your empowerment. Get practical information on why you attract your opposite with balancing self-love and health. Also, listen to proven strategies to avoid major interrelationship mistakes that keep you bonded and push people away. Now, here's your Relationship Specialist and Host, Dia 6.
1: I know what I love jamming to that song. Good day, beautiful people. How are you? I want to bring first of all something to you new mothers. I was sitting here and I was speaking. You guys know we have to I want I really want to cover this because we have a really good show for you guys today, okay? I was speaking to my girlfriend who is a grandmother, you know, and all her children are, you know, grown. Sometimes we get a little rusty as mothers. But um, she was calling me, telling me some situations that her newborn baby had. And and anytime you're 12 months and younger, to me, you're still new. So her grandchild is uh, 12 months old. So I'm speaking to my dear friend of mine yesterday, and she brought up the fact that her grandchild had a bruise from falling on the ground. Now we know that the baby is 12 months in age, right? So I said, Hmm, I said, what type of bruise is it? So she explained to me that it was one of those bruises where, you know, she didn't break any skin, but it was the bruise right under the surface of the skin. Right? So I said, Oh, I said, okay, that's an easy one. I said, your baby needs more water. When was the last time your baby had more water? And sometimes Mothers are constantly feeding their children their breast milk or milk from the bottle, and they forget to give their newborn babies water, okay? Give your baby water. Why? This is how great God is. Whatever you want to call it, God, Allah, you choose, right? Water allows your baby to bounce when they hit hard surfaces, okay? Same thing with us. The water is extremely important, and it will always be. And I'm only giving you guys a hint on what today's show is going to be about, right? So she said, oh, my goodness, that's right. It's been a minute since I've given her water. Yes. So why is water important? First of all, it composes 75% of the brain. It helps carry nutrients and oxygen to your cells. And a lot of people don't even know this, that water actually moistens oxygen for breathing. Okay. So sometimes when you find it hard to breathe, you're going upstairs, finding it hard to breathe, whatever, you might be lacking water. And remember, it helps convert food into energy, makes up 85% of your blood, right? Protects and nourishes, or shall I say, cushions your vital organs, right? And one thing that I also love, which is my favorite, is that it removes waste. It has to flow out, okay? Composes 22% of your bones. Your bones depend on water. So a lot of kids, when they're out here playing sports, they wonder why they jump high and they break you know, especially when they are eating lots of starch, carbonic acid, they don't have the water to support it. So it breaks. Right. And the list goes on on what water does. Okay. So I'm just saying, let's get into the, into uh, today's topic. All right. Today's topic is of course your relationship with water. Are we living in a world that has a water crisis? If you woke up one morning and did not have access to water, what would you do? Where would you go? How would you survive? That is the question you need to ask yourself, because I ask myself that. I really do. Also, guess what? We have a clip from CNN reporting how Flint water crisis happened. Now, that is dear to me, because you guys know I'm from Michigan, right? Which is perfect for today's talk, because our guest today dedicates his time He's dedicated his effort and served in Flint. He served Flint gallons of water and find out how he did it. All of this information, I Roy, can you serve me what I want, please? Hey. Yeah, so are we in danger of having a water drought? Now, researchers have stated that it will be an understatement to call it serious. So let's talk about it here, shall we? We're going to talk about the impressive flow of water that can be generated from a machine that was developed by our guests. And his monumental flow of water from his machine has many eyes open. With many questions to follow, I want you guys to put your mind together to receive information from military dependent and retired officer now making atmospheric water generators and creating water from air. You guys, help me welcome to the show, Mr. Moses West. Mr. West, how you doing?
2: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I am doing fantastic. You know what? I think we need to get uh, on my show. I think we need like one of those... um, applaud buttons <laughs> what is you know because I want to applaud you for all the work and effort that you put in and listen I want to get straight into who you are for those that who do not know yet right and I want them to understand a little bit of your background and how you got into this what I f- say is just like I don't know you know people like you are like um Literally a stamp from God. You know what I mean. So, how uh, give 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 the listeners a little bit of your background first.
2: Okay. Well, uh, a, a little a little bit about me now is uh, mm-hmm. that uh, I, I'm a, I'm an extremely healthy person. I uh, I, uh, I I don't eat any sugar. I uh, I try to train or work out every day uh, mm-hmm. to be healthy enough uh, and vibrant enough to go out with the big machines when I do take them out. And I come from, um, I was actually born in Columbus, Georgia, so I'm from Georgia. Mm-hmm. I was transplanted in uh, Texas by my, my uh, father, who was in the military. I was yeah. raised in Europe, in Germany, so I actually spoke German before I, <laughs> before I spoke English.
1: No, I didn't and, know uh, that. You did? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. oh my I, uh, God. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even know that about you. Okay. I love yeah
2: this <laughs> is' one one of those unique things that uh that make me who i am
1: uh-huh.
2: and uh yeah i, I actually I was, I was i'm old enough to have played in the rubble of world war II, and so I've had some pretty good experiences uh growing up, and all those experiences uh pull together into a big culmination to make me uh who i am today
1: yeah yes yeah. Isn't that amazing how that happens? Sometimes we think that. I mean, I mean, even I. I used to be like, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm wasting my time. But when I look back, and you know, this was like in my 20s, I understand how life, you know, uh, structure structures us today. You know, but sometimes I used to think that I was wasting my time. But when I look back, I go, oh my God, that was just a setup to be the uh, the being that I am today. You know what I mean? I, so, I
2: know exactly what you mean.
1: Yeah. So you generate these huge no no you actually have when i saw the machine like it was huge right but that's not the only size machine that you do you have different sizes of machines that generate water yes
2: oh definitely uh the the machines can they can come in any size that uh that i want to make them oh. and uh, i make a i make a, a mobile one for the uh, united states army mm-hmm. and uh and that's the same size as the one that uh, a homeowner could have and and that machine makes over 100 gallons of water a day.
1: Woo! Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? Let's get into how, why and how did you decide, you know what, let me kind of help what's going on. Let me, let me make a water machine or, you know, a, 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 a machine that generates water. Like where, where did you even come up with that thought?
2: Well, I was living in Australia, and I was looking at cistern systems. And I always thought, well, if I, the, the world is changing. So we have these, these deluges of rain, and then we have drought. So I was thinking, why don't we just collect up as much rain as we could. Because where I lived in Australia, uh, the under part of my house was a huge cistern. And so I said, that would work perfect in Texas. And uh, when I was going through Hawaii, I had a next-door neighbor. I was coming back to the United States. And, um, I had a next door neighbor that had this little machine in this house, hmm. and uh he invited me in to see the machine and, and the little machine made water and I was absolutely impressed with that hmm. and uh i I just couldn't stop looking at it and then I started to think about it <laughs> yeah. back in high back in grade school, second third grade, we all remember this little picture that we saw of the hydrologic cycle,
1: yes. Uh,
2: yeah, the, the water there, evaporating from uh, the ocean.
1: Yep, yeah, uh huh, yes.
2: Col- collecting onto the, hitting the mountain, yeah. stopping there and then raining down. Well, that's yeah. the hydrologic cycle. Well, this, all this moisture that we have in the atmosphere, water comes in uh, three forms it comes in a liquid, it comes in a solid, and it comes in a gas. Mm-hmm. And we have technology that can take us to the moon, take us to Mars take us to the bottom of the ocean, why not use the technology to tap into one of these sources of water? I don't know why no one else thought of that, because we have so much humidity and moisture in the air. And uh, other people thought of it. They, they were doing it, but they weren't doing it very efficiently. And what I did was I took a process, and I made it so efficient that... Uh, it it can soon compete with uh, with other forms. Well, it can compete now with other forms of water, such as groundwater, desalination, and piping water from great distances to supply mm-hmm. a city.
1: Okay, got it. Dang, you know what? You just saw this machine and was like, that's interesting. Let me try to make that.
2: Uh, that what- no, I... I I started out with one and I just kept making it better. Oh
1: wow! So how long have you been making these machines?
2: Oh, I've been working with the technology now for, Oh, over six years.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah,
2: I would spend, uh, I would spend uh, on military base where I'd have the big units. I would, Oh, I've, I've spent uh, many 12, 18 hour days, uh, just looking at the looking at the units as they operate, uh, mm-hmm. figuring out how to get rid of a parasitical electrical load. If there's if there was hot air coming out, that's a waste of energy. If there was cold air coming out, that was a waste of energy. So, mm-hmm. I, I was just a brother that had a lot of time on his
1: hands. <laughs> 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 you know what? Listen, that's all right. That is all right because you have made these literally these remarkable machines you know and you know when I was looking at the information and and literally doing research on you I was saying to myself oh my god how great would life be if everyone had one of those you guys guess what we're getting ready to come up on commercial break we're going to come back we still have so much more to talk about we have clips to listen to I'm thinking about playing a game too with Mr. Mr. West too when we get back all right well not this time but later on in the show okay we have so much more to talk about how these machines work why why or are we going into drought we aren't even going to get into that because i want to hear your thoughts on that mr west okay
0: stay tuned with me guys (laughs) stay connected with dia 6 for more information on practical tips proven strategies and healthy techniques right here on face-to-face healthy relationship talk radio
2: Bringing information your doctors, friends, and parents can't tell you. Only on HRT Radio.
0: Attention ladies. Have you ever wanted to create a successful platform and a voice for yourself? Do you believe in leadership, diversity, and equality? If you're between the ages of 18 to 30, by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant invites you. Come, compete, and represent your country in the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty, and the first to do it globally. Teach the world while serving your community. Imagine yourself being the planet's Miss Indigenous. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Go to MissIndigenous.com and apply now. Need relationship advice? Send your letter
1: to Dear Dia, your relationship column.
0: This is the TokiNet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Baby, I've been thinking about you. Now, back to the only show educating you with the face to face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Dia6.
1: All right, you guys, we are back. We are back with Mr. Moses West. We're talking about this water situation, you know. Okay, so we're going to get into some of you guys' questions because I I see you guys' questions. And then my question to you, though, Mr. West, is this. Do you think that we're going into a water drought?
2: Oh, definitely. There's there's no question about it.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Dang. This it, is uh, this is a problem that uh, the um, that the world is going to face uh, uh, now and well into the future, and that's why that's why I dedicated uh, I've decided to dedicate my entire life to uh, to this technology mm-hmm. and leave something for my daughters and everybody else that's coming before uh, after us because we've done mm-hmm. such a bad job of stewarding the planet. This is this is my contribution.
1: And a great contribution it is do you what do you think that people can do to at least try to help protect themselves from the drought you know um, like what do you think their first steps can be
2: mm, that's uh, it's a, it, it's, a, it's a very It's a very tough answer uh, because if you look at some places like uh, South Africa. Where they've uh, almost come to the place where they were, whole cities were run out of water. Well, we have this happening right now in Brazil. So I think I don't think I know that the best way for us to move forward is instead of working as individuals,
0: mm-hmm. we
2: need to collectively work together to help each other. This yeah. this time of isolating ourselves in our homes and and feeding ourselves with just information that, that we pick and choose, we need to start communicating more with each other about how we're going to solve these large problems. Yeah. Because everyone has got an idea. Some ideas are better than others, but the mm-hmm. only way that we're going to, to get through this is if we work together. If we do not work together, we, we won't succeed.
1: Yeah, we'll be in danger. You know, And you know what I want to talk about? Because you have put your stamp here in the state of Michigan. You went to Flint. I want our listeners to know a little bit about Flint. And for those of you that who do not know, we're getting ready just to refresh your memory just a little bit. We all know that Flint, Michigan is in a water crisis right now. They have huge amounts of lead in their water where people cannot even use or take baths or they have to use bottled water even just to wash their hair. Roy... Let's go ahead and play this clip right quick and then we're gonna come right on back to Moses West.
0: We found the worst lead and water
2: contamination that I have seen in 25 years. And believe me, I've seen a lot. It was very scary to see the levels of lead that were hazardous waste levels of lead coming out of her tap water. They fabricated a report that made it appear like Uh, Flint was passing the lead and copper rule with flying colors.
1: With flying colors. They fabricated a report there in Flint, Mr. West. Okay? Now, this came from an environmental engineer, you guys, from Virginia Tech University. He's actually a Virginia Tech researcher who tests the water himself. Okay? And so he was saying that people... All of the researchers and those that go out and, you know, do their research and investigation on the water. First of all, they test the wrong homes. Okay. And on top of that, they fabricated the information that came through. Now the people in Flint, Michigan, they're paying for it. So you went to Flint, Mr. West, right?
2: Yes, I did.
1: What was, and you brought water with you. Yes. Yes.
2: Uh, yes, I did. I brought the the uh, big machine uh, to make one thousand two hundred gallons or more of water a day, pulling it out of the air. Wow,
1: that is amazing. That is amazing. First of all, how did you even get the machine there?
2: There's a there's a group that came to me you know, when I was in Puerto Rico. It's uh, Amber and T, and they're mm-hmm. they're uh, members of a group called the Sister Tour. When they were in Puerto Rico, someone gave them a jug of water, and the, and the jug of water tasted so good, and that was on mainland Puerto Rico, they, they asked the guy where they got that water from. And the guy said, there's this guy over there on the island of Yankees, and he's pulling water out of the air. So there's some people who had property in Flint, Michigan, back when I was in uh, Puerto Rico during Hurricane Maria, uh, members of the sister tour, came all the way over, to the island of Yankees, where I was uh, producing water for people, I was supplying three thousand five hundred to five thousand people their drinking water on solar power, working mm-hmm. with a Tesla solar array and the Tesla battery backup. Mm-hmm. And uh they came over and they they we met and we had it was a great meeting. And they asked me, they said, Will you promise to come to Flint, Michigan? I said, if I ever get my hands on another machine and I have the time, I promise you I will come to Flint. I've always wanted to do this for Flint to help you out and to show what can be done. So I will do it. And the timing was right. And uh, we got it done. Uh, Latoya Ruby Frazier, uh, the the uh, artist uh, and the sister tour, enabled uh, the uh, my company to to bring that unit to uh, Flint, Michigan.
1: Wow. How long did you stay?
2: I was in Flint, Michigan for uh, two months. And then uh, what I did was we, we saw what we could do with the machine. And now I'm back here in Texas des- uh, designing the next generation machine to go back to Flint, Michigan to replace the old unit. Because always, I'm always making improvements to the unit, always. So right. the, one that the one that's there, it's a good unit. It does its job. But I build units now that make more water and are more efficient. And mm. so that's what I'm doing back in Texas. I'm designing equipment.
1: <laughs> now, you know what? And, and it's so funny that you say that when you say the next generation, because you know what my question to you is? Because, you know, listen, I know Michigan weather, okay? It's nothing like here in Los Angeles, all right? And by the <laughs> way, you guys, yes. Uh, Mr. West is joining us from Texas, okay? Um, How does your units hold up in weather, like Michigan, you know, where it's snow and deep snow and, you know, things like that?
2: I've I've actually uh, got a patent for that. Uh, There's a process that I can use to uh, change the temperature of the air when it comes in because uh, the machines at 5 degrees Celsius, which is 45 degrees Fahrenheit, that's when the machine wants to cut off and, and not work anymore. But if I can raise that temperature a little bit, then I could make the machine work and, and, uh, and, and whether that's below that, possibly even into the 30s, but probably not into the 20s, but the 30s. But with time and more engineering and uh, more engineers around the world working with me, helping me on this technology, then we could definitely uh, probably get to that place where we could pull moisture out of the air year-round. It's absolutely possible because the moisture is always there unless it's absolutely below zero in, in, in certain areas.
1: Got you. Okay. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get into some of these questions because you guys want to know. Okay, we have Teresa Barnward from mississippi hello teresa she says how long was the process all together from start to finish when you when you knew you had a great product
2: oh from start to finish Mm -hmm. let me see ah i would say four years four four Mm -hmm. years of uh four years of hard work Mm -hmm.
1: yeah that's my I was I'm so happy you can say 2 weeks. <laughs> <I was>
2: gonna- <laughs> no, no, there was a there was a process. I had to uh, I I actually I was, I was actually driving my car from okay. from office to office to office in the state of Texas because I knew how to get around here. And then yeah. one day I decided, you know, I could get around faster by riding my bicycle. Yeah. Cause, so I started riding my bike and actually the colonel that uh, in the military that approved the the process Colonel Davis, they still tell the story. I, I pulled up in the uh, in his office and in all my tight bike racing gear <laughs> <What>
1: <laughs> with an idea saying?
2: about how to save the world with water.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I know they were like, what's going on here?
2: Uh <laughs> but he, he, was... he approved it and he sent me forward. Yeah.
1: Oh, he did. Okay. See, this is why you don't judge a book by its cover. Okay. <laughs> you don't judge yeah, it he asked
2: by... me too. He says, Yeah, he said, why the bike here? I said, well, because I can get around faster on my bike than I can drive in the car.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Okay, let's ask ask another question. Okay. Oh, here we go. I don't know. No, we didn't answer this. Okay, so this is from Janet. Janet didn't tell us where she was from, but this is Janet um, McCloy. And she says, how much water can it produce in a day? Does it depend well, on the size of the machine?
2: Yes, Janet, it does what, what I can do is I've, uh, I've I'm working here now in the state of Texas with a with a research agency and've uh, I've developed the second stage to the system and I, I don't know how big I can make it, but I know that I can definitely make the system 10,000 30,000, 40 fifty thousand square feet. Uh, surface area inside of a fixed structure, and, and, and a structure like that pulling moisture out of, air, out of the air uh, with the right temperature and humidity, say over 70% humidity up to 80%, 90 99% humidity, a structure could possibly make 100,000 gallons or more of water a day, mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. I know it's possible. Yeah. And wow. I've already did, I've already started the initial designing of it. I've already filed um, all the patents to uh, do this process, and I've actually uh, this is actually uh, inside of the the small units that I uh, sell to the military and to civilian.
1: Oh my goodness, that is amazing! That is so amazing! And you know what? My question is because you know when people I look at other like I've researched and I looked at. Other people that say that they, you know, create water out of thin air. There was like this other, um, dang, you know what, Mr. West? I meant to have that, their name for you. Because I want to know if you knew them or knew of their product. Goodness gracious. I'm going to see if I can bring that up on the break. But I was saying to myself, how do you know if someone is interested in getting some type of generator or something for their home? How do they know if the product they're getting is good or not. And guess what? We're going to hold off on that question because we're getting ready to come back up on a commercial break. But when we come back, I want to know if someone is in the process of bu- the process of buying some type of generator where they want to protect their family and you know there's lots of people out here you you look up youtube people are saying yeah we're generating water out of air you know come get our machine you know the whole nine yada yada yeah how do you make a difference between the good ones between the bad ones between the ones that will last and or the ones that will tear down within like a month or two you see what i'm saying you guys stay with us we'll be right back
0: more from mr moses place Stay connected with DAIA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques, right here on face-to-face, healthy relationship talk radio.
1: Bringing love, beauty, diversity, and relationship awareness on HRT Radio.
0: Attention, ladies! Would you like to create a platform for your success? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Intelligence? A leader? Or trendsetter? What about a queen? Well, if you're between the ages of 18 to 30 by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant is looking for you to come represent your country. It's the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty, and the first to do it globally. Come create value and make a difference while serving your community. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Beat the early bird deadline. Go to www.missindigenous.com. Apply now. Get your music heard. Get your music heard. Get your music heard
1: on hrt radio rotation
0: this is the toginet radio network broadcasting quality programming to the world baby i've been thinking about you now back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection here's your host Dia six
1: All right, you guys, we are back. we are back, and we're going to ask that question again, Mr. West, How can pe- how do people know if they're getting a good or a great machine that will last and benefit their family? The best,
2: the, the best thing is, uh, the best answer I can give is mm-hmm. ever since I've done this, even when I started out in the very beginning yeah. with a pilot project, what I did was I posted videos. I posted videos of everything that I did. Um, Very uh, non-scripted, non-professional, obviously, when you look at them. But (laughs) you have to be able, the person who is selling you a piece of equipment that does this, they have to to be confident enough to let you see them do it. let, Let you see their water test. My water quality tests were done by the Lower Colorado River Authority, uh, here in uh, in Texas, they're based out of Austin, Texas. I work with the Texas Commission of Environmental Quality. I do stuff with I do uh, testing with the United States military. Uh, I do uh, quantity testing, energy consumption ratings, all of this, and I let anybody who wants to see it see it. Plus, I make videos of it. If you mm-hmm. cannot see someone's machine actually working. And they cannot give you a water quality report on that machine or an energy consumption report and compare it with other people. Don't do it.
1: Don't do it. Right.
2: I just I I, I'm I'm happy to let people see what I do. I'm very transparent about what my work.
1: Yeah. See, when people can't be transparent about their work and what they are and who they do, whatever, run for the hills, run for the mountains. Don't run for the hills, run for the mountains. Okay. And let's talk about the quality of your water. Have you tested the level of pH? You know, I'm a big fan of pH, you know, in water. Have you tested the pH in your water?
2: Yes. pH is usually anywhere between 8, 9, 9.5. Are you serious? Yeah, but you can adjust the pH by your filtration system.
1: You can't? Really?
2: Yes, the pH is completely completely adjustable.
1: Oh, my goodness. See, those are the type of questions I like answered. (laughs) Right there, right there, right there. Okay, so let me ask you this, because, see, I know you guys have questions, but I have my own questions, too, okay? (laughs) Listen, so let me ask you this. So if someone was building a home, And they wanted a system like that, right? Because sometimes when water comes through the pipes, you know, into your home, we all know, I know here in Los Angeles, everybody has filters. And these filters does not, you know, they don't determine that your pH is going to be even above or neutral at 7.0. You understand it's so so much craziness and lead and, you know, we're not even going to go into that. That's a whole nother topic. But how, if someone wanted to, If they were building a home and they needed some type of generator that, you know, created water and they wanted to, like, take showers and bathe, you know, not just for drinking, but for, like, bathing, you know, can that be done?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, The the small generators that I build, that I manufacture, assemble, if there was one attached – I actually have one in my basement – but if there's, a, if there's a, one attached to a home, what happens is is everyone says, okay, the humidity is low, it's 20%, 30%. But every time the sun goes down in the evening, your humidity, you can look at it anywhere in the world, even in the desert, your humidity shoots up. And so my machines, what I can design into the machine, is for that machine to kick on when that humidity, humidity is at a level where the machine is going to overproduce water. And then what you have is you have a storage tank. Say you store 5,000 gallons of water. Let your machine run constantly until that 5,000 gallons of water is stored up. And then when you get to the top, your machine cuts off. You use the water through your house. You always have that surplus. And then when, say, when it drops down to 2,500 gallons, a switch will pop on and your water generator will kick back on. It'll fill feel it, feel it back up and then cut off. And you can do all that with solar power.
1: You can do all of that. How long does something like that take? So let's say you have a family of five. Right? Both. And well, And everybody you wants a, to, yeah. Well, you five, see
2: five people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I think the average usage of water per per person, or per, per person, per household in the United States is right at 100 gallons. So if you had a 5,000-gallon tank, not
1: unless yeah.
2: they were taking some really long showers. Right. Uh, that,
1: well, would, t- that would definitely Listen, I work. take long showers, okay? I take long showers. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But you know what? Listen, I'm the, I, it, it, it's all good. Not everybody take long showers or whatever. I know I do, though. I love taking long showers. I always do. I know I have to get in, like, quick. If I know I have to be somewhere, I get in there very early. But, okay, so, okay, you guys have some more questions? Okay, here we go. What is the oh who is responsible for the water quality? I don't know what this person okay, Derek Smith said, Who is responsible for the water quality? I don't know what he mean by that. Oh, Can I'm you,
2: responsible.
0: You're responsible.
2: Uh, I am definitely responsible for what comes out of the end of that pipe. I am I am I am absolutely responsible. And so that's why I ensure I ensure that the um, the filtration system mm-hmm. uh, meets or exceeds a local, state, and federal regulations, and the water quality also.
1: Wow! So okay, so you make sure that everything is grade A quality on your end. Got it.
2: Absolutely, okay. absolutely. I- From what the machine is made out of,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, there's a there's a there's a there's a rating and it's called NSF-61. That's National Sanitation Foundation 61 rating. So all my surfaces and all my metals and everything in my machine, it comes with a certification that makes it, says it's food grade. So even the pipes, the filters, the pumps, everything that I use is completely food grade rating for the United States, mm. worldwide so- actually.
0: Okay,
1: so then how long, like if, if someone was to get one for their home, what would they have to replace? Like, is it like a 5-year, 10-year, 15-year before they have to buy another one? Like, how long do they last before you have to replace it? Or I'm, tr- I'm trying to just understand it.
2: Oh, if I built you a machine? uh mm-hmm. Oh, I would sign my name to it for over 20 years.
1: Okay, mom, you hear that? Do you hear that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: like, um, I kind of work like the old days. uh, If if I, when I build a piece of equipment, I don't mind opening it up and and looking inside and signing my name to it.
1: Right, yeah, that's what's up. That's good stuff. I'm like, okay, when I build my home, I'm coming for you, Mr. West. I am coming for you. Do you understand that? (laughs) Trust me. Come back on the show like that. Yeah. Yeah. You did say that. Yes. I'm coming for you. I have to. I'm so happy that um, I came across your information because I really thought that it was life changing, you know, and I think it would be wonderful if all of these apartment complexes or organizations or um, corporate entities you know, sometimes when you buy a home, they will include, like, appliances and, you know, all these things. How dope would it be if they included a water-generating machine made by you? I'm just, you know, my mind always go there. I'm always thinking about business. Oh, my goodness. How great would this world be if we came we're with actually, stuff like that?
2: We're actually thinking about that in Texas right now. And that's uh, part of the reason... Uh, that we're going to uh, exploring right now, licensing agreements mm-hmm. for individuals and companies to to actually build these machines.
1: Yeah, because we would be half wit if we didn't.
2: We would be well, half wit. You know? Yes, we would because there's the, I cannot I I I cannot keep up with the the demand of the mm-hmm. machines that I build because the, the quality of what I do is 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 exceptional yeah. because I care about what I do. Mm-hmm. So we're in the process now of, of looking at licensing, letting other companies uh, build these build this technology.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense to do that. Okay, we have another question. Melissa Barnes, she says, what's the furthest you've transported a machine? Wow.
2: Puerto Rico, okay. the island of Vieques.
1: That's what you were just talking about. Oh my goodness!
2: Yes, oh, wow. yes.
1: And if it, and 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 it and you know and I do say feed because if the pH is exactly where you're, uh, you know what you stated, it is feeding the body, right? So um, yes, versus just getting the body wet, versus just wetting up your organs. But so wow, and you know what? The fact that. The young lady was like, where did she drink your water and was like, where did you get this water from? That means it was good water. Ah. Oh,
2: it's, except the the water quality is just absolutely exceptional.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There is just there's a uh, we have a we have a uh, acceptable allowable limit. Allowable limits of uh, different contaminants in our water.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh where. Uh, we're starting to change these allowable limits, increasing the amount of contaminants that are allowed in the water. Yeah. And every one of these uh, contaminants is uh, is listed on the water quality report that I that I have to do in the mm-hmm. state of Texas with this technology.
1: Yeah.
2: And there's there's not a trace of any of that, of any of those acceptable limits of contaminants that are allowed in regular drinking water. Mm-hmm. my machines there's absolutely none it's just pure water
1: wow and you know what when you went to uh flint is that where your machine was tampered with
2: uh yes it was uh i think the tampering that i was done with it wasn't done from anyone in the neighborhood that was uh mm-hmm. it's uh there it was it was more of a uh a, a malicious attempt to uh uh, stop giving free water out to the inhabitants of the uh of that uh, neighborhood
1: who what even whose mind mentality would even go there like that is just a rubbish way of thinking that is scary that someone would even think like that when free water is being given out. Okay, and listen, when we come back, we have one more clip to play about that, because when I saw that, I was this is really what made me call you because I saw this clip, someone sent me this clip, and I was like, "Who is this man? And I said, "Oh, he's doing this, and I was like, "I don't want to give away what we're gonna play, but I got really upset, I got upset and I got angry. It doesn't take me long sometimes. <laughs> you know I want be very. <laughs> <scary>. <laughs> You know, I'm a humanitarian. So, you know, I'm always for the people. Okay. So when I saw that, I was like, who does this? And then that's what actually led me to more videos about you. So I'm so happy that, you know, HRT members, you guys be looking out. You guys be sending me information. Hey, look at this. Look at that. You know, you guys make this show go around too. But I want you guys just to stay tuned because we're going to come up on breaks again. Get ready because we're going to listen to that clip when we come back. You guys find out
0: what I'm talking about. Stay with us. Stay connected with DAEA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques. Right here on face-to-face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio.
1: Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Home to the best positive disruptors.
2: <laughs> we gotta keep it
0: 100 around here on HRT Radio.
1: It's words never heard. Recently, I was out having dinner in a restaurant with my family when suddenly, for no apparent reason, the hostess started to lecture us about our behavior. She made us feel like real ninny hammers, even though we hadn't done anything. Nevertheless, our hostess was sanctimonious as a cockalorum. That's an old Dutch word meaning someone who crows a lot. She must have been born a smell fungus. That's a person who loves to find fault with others. I really wanted to say something, but the old adage came to mind. Don't insult the alligator until after you've crossed the river. Once I went out with a group of people for sandwiches and coffee When one person said to the waiter, make sure my coffee is in a clean cup When the waiter returned, he asked, okay, which one of you gets the clean cup? I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can
0: have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary With my new app, Too Funny for Words Baby, I've been thinking about you now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Dia Six.
1: All right, you guys. So, guess what? For those of you that are still tuning in, you guys missing a great show. We have Moses West here. He's genera- He has a water generator. And guess what, how he makes it? He doesn't go to a store. He doesn't dig in the earth. Is what you're walking in, this air, you guys. All right? This is absolutely wonderful. And you know what, Mr. West, when you were talking to me on the phone um, a couple weeks ago, I remember you saying that, you know, people are always talking about that, you know, we're, we're, you know, shortage of water. We're shortage of water. You said we have to get back to the um, basic science of things because we're walking in water. Definitely. Yeah. And I had to really appreciate that. And to tell you the truth, when it comes to life outside of social media and all of these crazy, you know, technologies. Now, technology is good. It enhances us. It helps us. It helps us move quicker and faster. And I appreciate that. But there's just some things that we just have to get back to, like our food sources, you know, our water source, definitely. And the list goes on, you know. So but um, before we la before we got onto a break, you guys, we um, I was talking about. Mr. Moses' uh, machine being tampered with. So I just want to play this really quick clip because this is what got me upset. You guys, listen to this. Roy, where is it at?
2: They drained fuel. Uh, they added something to the coolant lines. They played with electronics. and uh, That's not typical vandal stuff. Once they broke into the machine and uh, uh, they destroyed the, the generator, very technical. They knew what they were doing. It wasn't just... You know, random vandalism, not at all. Uh, They destroyed the battery, Uh, put metal in the fuel system. I saw that when I was cleaning the fuel filter.
1: Oh, my goodness. That got me upset when I saw that. And I was just like, oh, man. I hope he was able to bounce back. Because when people talk about things that they own being destroyed, you don't know the impact that it's going to bring to their life. You don't know if they're going to be able to bounce back. You don't know any of those things. How did that affect you when that happened?
2: Well, being military trained and uh, being a ranger and having to, one of the worst things that you could ever do to us to make us even fight harder is try to make us stop fighting. Mm -hmm. And so if you put a roadblock in my way, yeah, that's not a problem. That's only an opportunity to me. And so I just got busy. So you broke my generator, so I went and rented a generator. What they didn't count on is I brought me an extension cord. That's right. One that I could plug into the generator and plug into my water generator. So I brought everything I needed to make that machine operate again. And then... I even uh, when they uh, destroyed when the compressor was destroyed, a lot of, many people don't know that it's a very technical uh, operation or to replace that compressor. Well, with 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 men from Flint, Otis Cheatham and uh, and we and I, and we replaced the and Randy, we replaced a 500 pound compressor in that field in Flint and got that unit back up and running. So the the time that it was down, we worked 10, 12, 13, 14, 15 hours a day to get that machine up and running because every day that that machine was down, people would come by and they would look at me and they had started to depend on the water and they would ask me when was the water coming back. That's a lot of responsibility.
1: That is, yeah. Oh my God. Oh, that would have. You know what? That would have broken my heart to tell you the truth. It
2: was painful. It was painful, and uh, that's why uh, to Randy and Odom, uh, hats off to them. To the men of the neighborhood of Flint, Michigan. Uh, It was all done by no out, nobody from, no one from the outside. Those were local guys. Oh wow! And we repaired that machine right there on that spot, and I was so happy when it turned it back on. And so was the neighborhood. We had a, we actually had one woman drive 100 miles to come and get water. Mm. And the and the first week I was there, I've even, I've got uh, I've got a fair bit of combat time downrange, but uh, to see one thing that really That uh, hit home with me was the 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 things that did not hit the news about Flint and the the situation with the water. We gave one woman, uh, I think I gave her 300 gallons of water. I I didn't didn't ask what she wanted it for, but she came uh, three days in a row, got 100 gallons each day. Now, fourth day she came back to us and she said she thanked us and she she had tears in her eyes. And she goes, I was able to clean my house with the water that you gave me. This is the first time I've been able to live in my house in five years. Now, those stories don't stop. So, uh, the women who, who, for the first time, they've been able to wash their hair uh, in their homes with with an abundance of water instead of with a water bottle. Uh, you can see people's health change from drinking the water. And then you get connected to that. It is difficult to leave. Yeah, you're going to fight. So if they wanted to break my machine, it, it didn't work. It didn't work. It takes me off is what it did, yeah. and it just made me work harder.
1: So let me ask you this, because you know when you're trying to patent things and you're trying to do things, I mean, I experienced this myself. You know, people always put want to put their two cents in and tell you what you can and cannot do. You know, <laughs> have someone said to you, you know what? Mr. West, listen, I understand what you're doing, but um, this just isn't going to work. I just don't see how this is going to work. You're missing this. You're missing that. You know, have you, have you, have you experienced anything like that?
2: Sure. And they're still oh. sitting there saying that. And I and I own the patents now. Oh,
1: and they're still sitting there saying that.
2: They can Crazy. say whatever they want. But all uh, it, 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 the first patent that I filed, I was surprised. Oh. I, I had never filed a patent before. And I'd only been working with this technology a few years, but so many people just kind of neglected it. I was able to study enough in a year to follow a patent, and that patent I received that patent. Mm-hmm. And and, um, and the other everything that I do with the technology, I always bounce it off the uh, the engineers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, and but I, I I know it works. <laughs> okay
1: okay well listen we have a caller let's go ahead and take this caller right quick because i know we haven't taken any calls let's go ahead and take a caller and see what he wants uh we have who we have on the phone uh roy you said mike okay real quick real fast mike are you there
2: hi i'm here yes
1: hi mike how are you doing
2: i'm good how are you guys
1: pretty good are you you have a question for who
2: um, for both of you, uh, for my first one, uh, when will the, well, for you, actually, uh, when will the membership open for uh, HRT Radio for the independent artists?
1: Oh, for independent artists, yes. Guess what? That is going to be opening up like in Either it's going to be the end of this month or early next, early next, um, the first week in December. So yes, we're getting ready to have you, beautiful independent artists, come and perform on HRT Radio. Yes, we'll be live streaming your music the whole night. So don't even worry about that. It's coming. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for thanks for asking. You have a question for Mr. West?
2: Yes. um, Does does the machine he uses does it change the uh, environment? Mm. Not at all. The the machine, there's so much more. You're looking at the tropospheres where we pull this water from, this moisture from, and that's from the surface up to 10,000 feet surrounding the, the entire planet. There's absolutely no way that you could pull enough moisture out of the air with these machines to even, even notice it.
1: Wow. That's great. You know what? That That was really a good question because so many things... Come in and mess up the environment. Yours don't. Okay. Before we go any further, please let everyone know where they can find you.
2: Oh, uh, you can find me at uh, uh, awgcontractingus.com. Uh, that's my contracting company. That's where I uh, I sell equipment to the uh, to the military. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, we should uh, be having a pricing structure here very soon where those units can uh, be sold to the uh, to the public and plus with a uh, licensing agreements uh, where others can manufacture the units and outside of the united states because i may i have to manufacture in the united states for uh, the federal government and for the okay. uh, uh the level of things that i do but uh, to manufacture overseas the prices would definitely be would definitely uh drop precipitously
1: Okay, well, we have two minutes, and guess what, Roy? I want to play this game with uh, Mr. West right quick. Um, It's only going to take literally 30 seconds. You ready for this game, Mr. West? Now, listen, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. We're going to try to get down to all 12. We're going to see if you can answer the 12 before the timer runs out. This is how you know when we're at the end of the game, because I'm going to say, if I had one wish, I would wish for, and then you fill in that blank, okay? Okay. You got that? Okay, just follow my lead. I I got it. it's, It's... and, and all you have to do is say, I have, or never have I, or I haven't. However, you want to answer it. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. Roy, are you ready? Okay, let's put that clock on, Roy. I'm ready. Three. You guys. Two. One. Never have I taken food out of trash and eaten it. I have. What, okay. Never have I taken part in a talent show. I have. Never have I made money by performing on the streets. I haven't. Never have I flirted my way out of a speeding ticket. I haven't. Never have I snooped through a friend's bathroom or bedroom without their knowing. I haven't. Never have I shoplifted. I haven't. Never have I jumped out of a room. (laughs) We are out of time. Goodness gracious, we have three more questions. Oh, my goodness. I was trying to get to the end. I wanted to know what your wish is. But listen, we are coming up to the end of the show, you guys. This is um, Mr. Moses West. He was our guest today. And I just need to know one question, Mr. West. Do you approve this message?
2: My name is Moses West. My company is AWG Contracting, LLC. I'm a positive disruptor on HRT. And I approve this message.
1: Okay, you guys, listen. here approved this message. I approve this message. You guys know that this is the end of the show. Oh, my goodness. We're going to have to bring you back. I need to come out to Texas and taste that water. That's what I need to oh. do. I need to, I need to come out there and taste your water, Mr. West. That's
2: what I need to do. i uh, definitely come out. I'll give you, give you a tour of the facility where we build them. And we, have, you. A, we have some operating on military bases here.
1: Yes, because I'm nosy. I'm going to come back and report it. You guys, listen, this is the end of the show. If you want to be turned on, then you meet me here next time. Same place, you guys. I'm wishing everybody love. Peace. I wish you truth, justice, and freedom. Mr. West, you were absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for joining us on HRT.
2: Oh, thank you so much for having me, and and hello everyone out there, and thank you for supporting, and thank you for supporting the Water Rescue Foundation and Regular Hero and Open World Relief, all the guys out
1: there that are working hard for you. Appreciate it. I like you. We're going to have to have them back, you guys. Love, peace, truth, and freedom. Bye-bye.
0: Next week, same time, same place, as Dia continues to give practical tools for simple, healthy, face-to-face relationship living. Remember, relationships aren't hard if you have the proper tools to build you a solid foundation. Also, search for Healthy Relationship Talk Radio on Spreaker, iTunes, Facebook, and iHeartRadio. Get videos, live shows, and member access of HRT Community by visiting visiting hrtradio.com.